another edition of TC Braves Nation. I'm your host, Brandon Romans, joined in studio as always with my student co-host, Caleb Castile, Jake Wilmoth, and Balin Middleton. And today, guys, we've got a special guest with us. As you know, it's winter sports kickoff this week, so we do have head boys basketball coach, Coach Justin Parsons, joining us in studio. Thanks for stepping in today with us, Coach. Thanks, guys. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, excited to be here. All right, so Coach Parsons, early we are fast, rapidly approaching basketball season here. It seems like it's kind of snuck up on us. So, first of all, how have you guys been performing in practice? Man, I, I, we, we've been going hard every day. Um, we have lost some time here lately from um, just some um, – like it's homecoming week. We're excited about that. So, we've lost some practice time there. But every day, starting at uh, 125, we, we go till 3 o'clock. So, we get a good – 95 minute practicing which is more than what most people get uh from other schools some other schools only get around 50 minutes so i think we're blessed to be uh, on a block schedule so we're getting after it every day lifting weights uh we're on the floor doing drills just getting better mm -hmm. so can you talk about um uh, the strength of your roster this year like maybe the starting maybe preview a little bit of the starting five or any players that have stuck out to you over the off season right now um it's still up in the air who our starting five is going to be. And um, to a certain extent, I kind of like that because they're competing against each other. I've got around eight kids that that can go, that can play. Of course, we've got Landon Hintfield that's coming back, who, was, uh, uh, who started a lot of games last year, was uh, um, all division last year. So, of course, he's going to be on that starting five. Uh, Connor Bullen's going to be another senior that I think is going to be in there. Um, he's stuck out this, uh, right now he's with me. He's working hard. We're getting him in the post. He's learning how to post. I was watching film last night, uh, from our practice and, uh, us practicing the girls bailing over here. We'll, every Wednesday we're going against them. We combine practices and, uh, uh, Connor's really sticking out. Um, Aiden, Aiden McDevitt, uh, you know, he's he's an upcoming uh, player. He was a sophomore last year, going to be a junior this year. He's really uh, – he's been on the weights and just getting bigger. I think he's gained 10 pounds uh, so far. And we've got a freshman uh, that uh, – Kaysen McNutt, that if he if, – if he gets to clicking and just kind of gets the confidence as a freshman coming in, he can really help us this year. And, of course, you got Levi Dawson. Uh, JPJ's uh, going to play with us. Price Jones this year. He's he's on the team this year. So uh, I know I'm leaving out some kids, uh, but um, you know Chase Booker uh, coming back for defense for us and offense. He's really been working on his shot. Uh, his shots came has came a long way. And of course you got uh, you got Nick Harwell. So these all these names that I'm sitting here and I'm sure I'm missing a few. You know, obviously more than five. Is, can play the game is really competing. So, you know, I, I know uh, several positions that I know we've got starters, uh, that I know who the starters are for, kind of like Landon, Connor, um, you know, so those those two um, coming back with a lot of experience. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about this roster. I think we have a more complete all-around team. Uh, this this year, uh, which we had a really good um, defensive team last year, and of course Spence Kaufman. You know we we're gonna miss Spence from last year, scoring around thirty points a game. But yeah, I mean, um, 
I'm excited about the roster this year and the possibilities that we have. Mm-hmm. You got a few players that play football, and they're going to have a very short time getting into the season. A uh, lot, some of them like Landon and uh, Nick and Jackson. How are you going to deal with that? Well, we were at. I was actually talking about it last night, uh, yesterday, with Coach Middleton, and uh, our first uh, real game is going to be uh, October the 29th, I believe, at Hatley. And we're playing West Union. And I believe the if if the hopefully the football team does make the playoffs, but if they don't make the playoffs, I think, and y'all might can correct me on this, but the last football game, October twenty seventh, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. so you can yeah, bet money that I'm gonna have them in the gym that Friday. Um, I think we're. I think um, uh, Bailey and y'all are starting early practice, so you guys have the gym. So see, we've already figured this out. <laughs> I'm going to have those guys over there in the uh, facility shooting, and then we're going to practice after school after they get done. So they're probably going to get a good four or five hours. But yeah, I, I do. I do think they'll be a little bit rusty, but they're athletes. They've they've been on the football field. They've been, you know, playing. Uh, so transitioning to the hard hardwood, I think, uh, and. And I'm sure some of them's touching a basketball, um, playing playing basketball, hopefully, and uh, a little bit. But you know, I do tell them, hey, you know, make sure you know they come and talk to me. And uh, but their main focus is football right now. I tell them to focus on football, but you know, they're they're touching the ball. You know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, if you're a true athlete, I think you're still working on everything and you're you're practicing everything. It's kind of like when Spence was here. Spence, you know, Spence after basketball practice, what Spence go do? touch a baseball you know mm-hmm. practice i didn't care i wanted him to he was a dual athlete he he was an athlete um and of course where is he at today you know he's in he's uh playing professional baseball so you know and of course them what is, what is it three you got um you got nick you got landon you got chase you got jpj so and then you've got uh some younger ones that's out there um graden um oracle so they're athletes, so I think they'll transition fairly quickly. But it is something that we're thinking about right now that I'm already thinking about yeah. to get them ready for that first game that Saturday because we got to have them. I mean, you know, Landon, you know, one of our best players, so we got to have them. How have some of your players that are in the gym with you had to step up through the well, people are at football? There's there's several. I mean, which it gives them some of those young guys and. You know, Baylor, we, we start October 22nd, and, uh, you know, we're not going to have those football players. So that's that's allowing some uh, other players to uh, step up. I think, um, you know, I was, I was told the other day I've got one that's got to uh, go to a wedding um, that Saturday. So I'm, I'm already, you know, trying to figure out who am I going to start, who, you know, making sure that they, they, they're getting some uh, playing time. Uh, with people like Connor, um, uh, Aiden, and, you know, so it's, it's you know, it's not, not easy. I'm already having to think about that. But it's giving those kids, and you know, I've got a, young, a lot of young kids out there. You're practicing out there with us on Wednesdays. There's, there's a lot of ninth graders and tenth graders out there. So it's, it's allowing them to uh, um, really get in there and uh, play with the uh, – um, play with Connor and them, so they're they're stepping up. I mean, they're they're working hard, just like uh, you know. I'm watching you guys out there. Y'all are working hard right now too. Mm-hmm. So it seems like some of the issues that we had last year was just about like 
sticking with people and finishing games. You know, we lost a ton of tight games. How are we going to combat that this year? Executing on offense better. You know, last year I thought we – I thought we had a I thought we had a lot of trouble scoring if Spence wasn't on. Um, you know, Jacob Jacob um, Cutshaw was a great player, and um, which Ashton, Stephen, and them all contributed contributed a lot. But uh, you know, sometimes we did have trouble clicking on offense, especially if we uh, we just didn't execute like I wanted on offense. I think this year's team is probably going to be more disciplined and again I think we can be better and that's nothing to diss you know last year's team you know they were they were good in their ways they were a really good defensive team something that I think we've got to match this year um and and rebounding I thought I thought Ashton LeBron Spence you know very athletic uh Steven could guard any any post player Jacob of course was very very quick they were good on defense but they did struggle on offense, and I think um, you've got you've got somebody like Landon. I think Casey uh, McNutt's coming in and really being assertive at the point guard position. Uh, so, you know, if we can get him going, Levi Dawson. Again, these these guys this year, you know, they've got they're, they're stepping up. Um, so they know it's their turn to step up. They're executing in practice a little bit better when uh, when we're running our plays. You know, it's from setting a pick or cutting cutting at the right moment. So I think I think we can be better offensively this year. It's just Corden, are they going to play as good as defense? So we're going to be a little bit we're going to be young this year, but I think I think we can I think we can score better. They got to work together as a team to score. You know, they don't have that – Spence was that person who could go one-on-one and get his own shot and make it – make some very difficult shots. I mean, because he was, he was Spence Kaufman. He was an athlete. Um, we don't have really that that person who can – Landon can go one-on-one. But, you know, again, um, I think we can work as a team better. And there we go. Hopefully we can finish some uh, ball games this year and get some more wins because we did lose a lot of games last year tight. I mean, that was uh, – we competed in every game, so – Mm-hmm. As you said, you're a really young team. How are you going to have to adapt throughout the year? I am looking for Landon, Levi, Connor to be more assertive and just lead. You know, they've got to step up. They got to lead, uh, especially those young, young players. And hopefully, uh, you know, I do. Uh, I've got Coach Stewart, and I've, I've got a new. I got. We've got another assistant coach, uh, Coach Grimes. Is, that's going to be helping us at played basketball here. Uh, he played at Northeast and he went on and played, so he knows the game. Uh, so we've got some good assistant coaches. So hopefully we can just guide these young guys and hopefully they can learn through experience very quickly, uh, me getting them, you know, a lot of playing time. Um, so they're going to have to grow up fast, <laughs> very fast. And hopefully we've got uh, we've got some um, seniors that can uh, lead out there like Landon, so they've got the opportunity. And I think Connor, you know, uh, guys, Connor's doing great. Connor and Levi, they're out there right now. Uh, they're they're leading right now. So um, I think you've you know you've been playing with us too. They're competing. They're getting after it. They're being coachable. Um, so um, you know. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get going fairly quick, and uh, they'll grow up very fast. Mm-hmm. All right, before we get off the air, can you talk about? We talked a lot about how we've improved, but can you 
talk about how maybe our division has proved. Our division was very competitive last year from top to bottom. Caledonia, Corinth, Shannon all had pretty good teams. And, of course, Morville, the bottom team, was the team that knocked us out of the division mm. tournament. So, can you talk to us about how how much they've gotten better and how are we going to adapt to that? Division 4A is always tough. Uh, I've been in, in it even before coming to Corinth. I know it fairly well. Of course, you know, when you talk about Division 4A, especially up here, you're bringing in Corinth, uh, Shannon, Itawama, Caledonia, all athletic teams. And, yeah, Morville, who – God, you brought that up. Um, <laughs> and I still I still sit there and think about that game and how badly we played, you know, and, you know, Spence goes off in the second half and it's just, ah, we turned the ball over so much and just uh, they went a little zone on us. But, um, you know, I don't know too much about uh, about them right now. I know Shannon, I believe, lost a couple of their key players. Uh, Corinth has uh, lost uh, several, several of their players, uh, key players, so they're going to be young, I believe. But Kirk over there does a really good job. Morville, I believe – They've got that tall kid that kind of frustrated us a little bit uh, coming back, but I do believe they lost a, a couple kids. Itawamba has got some has got some athletes down there, not just athletes. They got some tall. You know, they were they were hurt by uh, COVID last year, um, especially their uh, their record. Uh, they were they were a good team, and um, I don't know if you you saw those. You didn't get a chance to see them because we. The game that was supposed to play here uh, was canceled. Uh, we had to go down there, but uh, I picked them to finish first in the division last year. But again, it seems like every week they were battling with somebody missing from COVID issues, and then I think they had their start, starting point guard. So they're just really athletic. But you know, just um, trying to compare us um, with them, how we were looking up in the division again. It's going to be close. I think we're going to compete with them, um, you know, uh, with every every team. So, I, I like this year. I mean, a lot of people are looking at it as, as a rebuild year, young, getting your um, younger players going like Kaysen and Chase. You know, Kaysen and Chase are looking to start this year. Um, they're freshmen and sophomores. So, yeah, we're, we are young. But, again, you got Landon Hempel, you got Connor, you got Levi. Um, so, I think we can. I think we can be pretty good. I don't. You know. Again, I think we can be better than what we were last year. And comparing us to the division, I don't think we will make as many turnovers. So, you know, um, I think we match up fairly good with them. And we can put on a show here at TC and something that you guys can be proud proud of and fun to watch and know that we're going out there and we're winning games. I think you're going to see that this year from them. Do you think having to play these younger kids will help you, like, in the future? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, they're going to get – they're going to – Kaysen, I mean, freshman coming in, um, definitely starting the 22nd, more than likely. You know, if he does the right things, being our point guard and being as assertive he is, you just kind of controlling the tempo, um, playing the um, – running our offenses when we need to, um, you know – you know, playing time is is huge, and you know Chase again being a sophomore. You got Thomas Barnes that's going to be getting a lot of PT this year. Um, uh, Johnson's going to be uh, is is going to be a threat. Some of these some of these ninth graders, I say ninth graders. Kaysen being you know he's he's the only one on varsity, but we've got several tenth graders. Um, 
that that you're going to be seeing playing JV, but also probably getting some minutes in varsity, and that's going to be huge for next year. I mean, because they're just they're getting that time, they're getting getting those uh, touches, and there's nothing nothing like uh, getting that playing time. So it's going to be huge for us in the future. Long long term looks looks good. I know we got some eighth graders that's going to be coming up next year. Uh, our middle school coaches are doing a good job, you know. So if we can keep competing and learning the game and I mean, it looks bright. It can't happen overnight. So, you know, you're always thinking about long-term, thinking about the future. And ever since my first year here with uh, um, Justin Glidewell, um, Eli and them, they've started laying the foundation from, you know, even last year's team with Spence and that group of of five, you know, that main five right there. They've laid the foundation and just working hard and learning, not just working hard, but learning the game. So – the future is looking bright for TC basketball, and you know, you guys know. I mean, it's hard. It's not easy in our division. So, um, yeah, it's 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 fun. You know, I'm really excited about this year. Probably more excited than any basketball season that I've had in a long time. I'm I'm excited about this year. I'm excited for the kids. All right, uh, Jake Balin, y'all got anything else? That's all for me. No. All right, we'll wrap it up there. We thank Coach Parsons for taking the time out of his day to sit down with us, and we'll be right back in a few minutes. All right, folks, we are back. Um, We're back. From that interview with Coach Parsons, and we're coming to you with some very, a very exciting segment here. We have the 4A MHSA 2022 volleyball bracket in front of us. We're gonna go game by game and give you some March Madness style picks, and uh, we're gonna upset some people. So it should be a good time. Uh, if we, if you're listening from anywhere other than other than Tishomingo County in the state, and we don't pick your favorite team to win, um, we're sorry, but at the same time, we're not sorry. Um, so. Let's start it off with the first game. It is the Louisville Wildcats taking on the Marvel Troopers. Louisville will host that game. Um, Louisville hasn't played a lot of familiar opponents to me, but one very familiar opponent was Columbus. They got swept by Columbus. That's that's a very that's a bad loss. So, but they do have home court advantage. Morville is kind of the same deal. They've played a lot of good teams. I believe they're in Caledonia's division. So. I think, honestly, I'm going to go Morville just for that loss to Columbus. Morville. Yeah, I'm going with Morville, too. All right, so the second game is the defending state champions, the Pontotoc Warriors. We just love them up here, and they love us down there, too. They will host the Greenwood Bulldogs. Greenwood, not very familiar with them, but I am very familiar with Pontotoc. I think Pontotoc not as good as they were last year. That state championship team was very good. But I'm going Pontotoc still. I think that – with a combination of home court advantage and just facts of I don't really know much about Greenwood. I don't really think they have the what it takes to beat the defending state champions off their home court. Considering I don't know nothing about Greenwood, I'm going to have to go with Pont- Pontotoc. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Pontotoc. All right. So, game three, it will be Cenotopia hosting North Pontotoc. North Pontotoc, very familiar to us. Of course, Coach Bailey down there. 
former former alum, alumni of Tishomingo County, for volleyball player at Tishomingo County. She's got those she's got those girls. The Vikings coached up well. They hit the road for Senatobia. Now we all know how I feel about Senatobia as a soccer player. You know we have them in our division somehow in soccer, and we have to play them twice a year, and that's just a just a treat. You can ask any soccer player. It's such a treat to play Senatobia. Um, Senatobia. I mean, obviously they're good. They host a playoff game. You got to be good to get that hosting spot. But I think I'm going to go with the road upset here. I'm going to go North Pontotoc. If North plays like they did against us, I'm going North. I'm going with Centobia. All right, Jake. They, has they to look be. good the other night. Yeah, I'm going to go with them. Jake. All right, so game four, the big one here. Um, Tishomingo County Lady Braves host the Houston Hilltoppers, and our suspicions were confirmed, Mr. Romans. Their logo is a goat. It is a mountain goat or a ram, one of the two. Um, we were <laughs> goofing off in PR last last yesterday morning about that. But Houston from South Pontotoc's division, I mean, we beat their – we swept their division winner, South Pontotoc. I see no reason why we can't do the same to Houston. So, I'm going, I'm going Braves. Me too. Me too. All right. So, on the other side of the bracket, you got – Poplarville versus Lanier. I don't know if I'm pronouncing those names right. I probably am not. But I did look at the Bulldogs roster from Lanier. Not not a very good resume, so I'm going Hornets. Hornets. Because I don't Hornets, know. I guess. All right, so we actually have an incomplete bracket here. Bay High is the number three seed from Region 8, but we actually have some games still being left to decide, that being – the one and two seed in Region Six, Lawrence County and Richland play tonight at Richland High School. Um, Lawrence County is a very good team. I'm going to say Lawrence County wins it out, and then Richland is the two. So that would put Richland versus Bay High. Excuse mm-hmm. me, Bay High. And I think uh, I think Richland gets gets the win there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Then Green County hosts Newton County. Don't know much about them. I do know. Um, uh, I do know that Newton County played South Panola in soccer the other the other, last year. That was a fun <laughs> fact. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll just give it to the home team. I'll go Green County. I don't know. I, honestly, I'm clueless. Mm-hmm. I go Green County too. All right, and then we have the Northeast Mississippi community. I mean Northeast Jones Tigers. <laughs> I mean it's basically the same school. And then they host Summerall. I'm going Northeast. I think they, I think they have a good team. If I'm not mistaken, home court advantage or Northeast. Yeah, Northeast. Home court advantage is a lot in high school. Um, so that's that. So that would set up New Albany versus Morville in the second round. New Albany. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone like past maybe the third round is gonna. Either of those teams could touch New Albany. I mean, in my opinion, I'd say New Albany gets it done in their gym from the 1920s or whatever. Yeah. And then South Pontotoc plays Pontotoc, so which I'm sure oh. is going to be a very heated game. South beat um, Pontotoc this year, I'm pretty sure. They did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the the, the momentum that Pontotoc is going to be riding, Yeah. I think that they're going to get it done. I'm going Pontotoc. South Pontotoc loses back-to-back years in their home playoff opener. I'm going South. I'm going to have to go with Pontotoc. All right, and then we have Caledonia versus that would put them up against. Let me see, North Pontotoc or Senatobia. I think I think sadly, uh, Coach Coach Bailey's run ends here. I think Caledonia gets it done. They just Caledonia's too stacked. They play a lot like they remind me a lot of New Albany. Caledonia. Caledonia. 
And then it's Kosciuszko, the Whippets versus us, the Dishmingo County Braves. First of all, their logo looks like they ripped it off from the Greyhound Bus Company. Second of all, um, they're not as good as us, so I'm going us on the road. Yeah, I think we take it on the road. Yeah, us, obviously. Yes. And then we have the West Lauderdale Knights. They will be playing the Hornets from Poplarville. I'm going to call them Popularville because I don't care. Um, because I'm not going to have to say their name anymore after this because they get eliminated here. I'm going West Lauderdale. West Lauderdale. That's 100% going to be the team we play if we make it to the state championship and it's going to, like, come back to haunt me. But anyway, <laughs> that would put – that would put Richland up against the Purvis Tornadoes. I know a lot that Purvis is a very good basketball team. Um, I don't know much about their volleyball team, but I like their mascot, um, the Tornadoes. Kind of unique. I'll pick them. I have no idea. No clue. No clue? All right. So that would put Lawrence County up against Greene County. I think Lawrence County wins because I don't really know much about that. And then same with Pass Christiane. I don't know much about Pass Christiane, but I do know that um, the basketball win, they're probably still salty about that. Um, just I think they get past uh, Dollar Store Northeast. Oh. And then we, <laughs> then we have – so I put New Albany up against Pontotoc or South Pontotoc, oh, depending on what you have. That would be a good game. I think, I think New Albany gets it done. They go to the, they go to the Final Four. New Albany. I agree. Unless they have a bad night, then Pontotoc and South can just – one bad night, and they're done. Mm-hmm. So then we have Caledonia against us. I think everyone here picked Caledonia. Um, I don't know if it will be a home or away game, but I do know that – It'll be a good game. It'll be a great game. And I do know that with how much the girls' basketball team owns Caledonia's basketball team. I think that the, it's going to translate, and I think we get it done and go to the Final Four. I think we take a dub. I agree with that, too. All right, so next that would put West Lauderdale against Purvis. Um, you know what, Tornadoes, you get my pity vote. Go to the Final Four for me just because I like your mascot. I don't know. That would skip me. And then that would put Lawrence County against Pass Christiane. You know what, just because it's funny, I'll go past Christiane. And then that would put the final four as New Albany, Tish County, Purvis, and past Christiane for me. Um, so it looks a, kind of a lot like the basketball final four, <laughs> ex- <laughs> except New Albany. Um, so New Albany versus us. I don't know if this these games are going to be played at the Gris. The state championship game is going to be played at the Gris. Yes. So that's very exciting um, for me, especially because you know Hell State and all. But. <laughs> so speaking of Hell State, we got to play the Maroon and White Bulldogs again. Um, we've lost to them twice, very close games both times. You know, I think it's really hard to beat a team three times. So I think this is the this is the year we finally get over the hump of New Albany. You know, they've won, like, what, five or six straight division championships. I think they got six this year. They've – I mean, we've just not been able to jump them. I think this year we finally jumped them. And so, we're playing in the grist for the state championship. I think they might come in and underestimate us. And we might just – I think we'll be able to do it. Mm -hmm. I I agree with her. I think they're going to look down Mm -hmm. on us and underestimate us. And Mm -hmm. we're going to pull it off. 
And then whoever you had on the south side of the bracket, Purvis, Pass Christian, Lawrence County, whoever. Um, so for me, it was the Tornadoes versus the Pirates. I do know that the Pirates don't handle storms well. They get, like, their ship sunken, and I think their ship is sunken again. I just think it's funny to say the Pass Christian is going to lose <laughs> in the Final Four again. I mean, it's kind of in their blood at this point. I'm going Tornadoes, going with the Naders. Um, I think I'm going to go Pass Christian. I'm going to Naders. All right. To any um, uh, Pirate fan, we're sorry. Um, we just don't know a lot about the, the South. But to any Naders fans out there, congratulations. You get the honor and the privilege of getting beat in the state championship game because I think this is the year. You know, I'm, I'm, I hate to sound like a Cowboys fan every year, but, like, this <laughs> this is our year, you know. I think we gotta we got to put it together this year. We got a stacked team, a stacked back line. It's, Reese is going to just run over some of these teams. I mean, we have – attackers from the middle we've had to deal with a couple of injuries and they've players have stepped up i think that this is the year i think if we can play together i think we i think we'll do it mm-hmm. yeah when mm-hmm. we have a seventh grader that's stepping up i think it's yes i think we're pretty good yes shout out to sophie she really stepped up in that game last and last tuesday against saltilla she was so nervous so all we were trying to do was encourage her and she really mm-hmm. brought it to the table. They've got two two middle schoolers, Sophie and Meg Moore, Reese's little sister, that are that could contribute really good to the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to be put on the varsity roster or not, but they could get some playing time. They could really, really do some damage to these teams who don't really pay attention to the younger players. I mean, they might not have any film on them, and they just come out and they can get after them. You know, I think that's where we're going to gain the advantage – Playing against Caledonia, New Albany, Purvis, Pass Christian, Walmart, Piggly Wiggly, whoever, and we're just gonna we're gonna jump on them and surprise them. Yes, they are the only middle schoolers still practicing with us, and they're having they're doing really good in practice. Mm-hmm. So I think this is this is the year. So put it down in the sports books right now. If if it actually happens, I will come back on this podcast and with a I will I don't know who's getting a ring i will have a ring present i will be touching it and i will be talking so much trash about everyone's favorite teams now that that's settled i'm excited for volleyball playoffs houston first round saturday 2 p.m be here be loud it's a home yes, court advantage loud. we need it be loud um you know we might just like it's dangerous for teams to under underestimate us it's dangerous to under underestimate anybody in the playoffs especially you know houston the Whippers, the Mountain Goats, the Hilltoppers, the I mean the Mountaineers, West Virginia, <laughs> Country Roads, Take Me Home, whatever, we got to beat them. So get here, show up, and be loud. All right, folks. Well, that will do it for this episode of TC Braves Nation. We thank you for tuning in from wherever you are. For Baylor Milton, Jake Wilmoth, and Caleb Castile signing off.